What If World is supported by our sponsors and by listeners like you on Patreon. Once we officially start, you can pipe in at any time. You can okay. interrupt me. You can mess with me. I mean, you're my nephew. It's. Uh... <laughs> I won't interrupt you, but I might mess with you. <laughs> what if kittens break the clock and Hey there, folks, and welcome back to What If World, the show where your questions and ideas inspire off-the-cuff stories. I'm Mr. Eric, your host, and today I'm joined by none other than... Teddy. <laughs> Teddy! He and his and his cousin Adela were probably, would you say, probably our very first fans, right? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Yeah, I think so, too. I'm really, really happy to have you here, Teddy. I heard that you had a what-if question already picked out. What if Draco Max, Evicus P, Grumbler, and Mr. Star went back in time and found out that Mr. Business was a supervillain? That's it. I, your memory is better than my own. <laughs> um, so, okay, I'm, I'm going to do Thanks. the... Uh, thank you, man. You're I'm welcome. so Dude, I'm so excited. Me too. <laughs> so, Teddy, I've never heard of Mr. Star before. Is, did you make up Mr. Star? Yeah. Awesome. Is he an actual star? Yeah, he's like a living star. Ooh, cool. Is it okay for the story if we make him kind of like smaller than sure. an actual star? Sure. Uh, because otherwise he'd, he'd, he'd be, you know, about a, a million times the size yeah. of What If World. And Oh, wow, it's Mr. Star! And then... <laughs> the end of the show. Uh... <laughs> Okay, What If It Rained Candy originally played on October 30th of 2016, a long time ago. You can go back and find that episode if you like. So, what if Mr. Star, Abacus, P. Grumbler, and Dracomax went back in time to When It Rained Candy and met Mr. Business and found out that he was a bad guy? Yeah. Can you do the sound when it goes back, when it goes to story? Sure. Uh... Is it like, wah, wah, wah? Yeah. That's <laughs> not <laughs> it. <laughs> All right, okay. Wah, wah, <laughs> Once upon a time, there was a star. And this star happened to choose a name for himself. Because he didn't like just being a lonely star up in outer space with no friends or no one around. So he decided to call himself Mr. Star. Now, having a name, that's, that's one part of being a person. What's something else that a person needs to, to be a real person? Uh, clothes. Clothes. Close. Very cool. So, Mr. Star flew down to What If World, trailing a long, bright line through the sky as he landed right next to a clothing store. Hello, Dracomax's haberdashery. That means hat store. I can breathe out any hat that you like. What hat may I breathe onto you? Can I please have a baseball cap? A baseball cap? Of course. <laughs> 
and Dracomax breathed out a nice little cap whoop, that went right on the pointed star head of Mr. Star. Then Dracomax said, I think you still need a little more clothing, like around your uh, body area. Uh, <laughs> I, I know you're from outer space and that people might have different um, opinions of how to dress in <laughs> outer space, but here we usually wear more than just a hat. <laughs> now, I, I know someone who has really good robes. Would you like to meet him? And Draco Max and Mr. Star flew all the way to the observatorium. <laughs> Very good. We can be Roby twins. With a wiggle of his fingers, a simple woolen robe appeared on Mr. Star. It wasn't really much, nor was the hat. They were both just simple, plain clothes. But these people had given him something for absolutely nothing, and it felt really nice for Mr. Star. You know, you've been in outer space before, haven't you, Mr. Star? <laughs> Did you notice a, a few weeks ago how there was a sort of a, <clears throat> like a split across all of space-time? Is this something that we should be concerned about? Well, aliens might come through it, so yes. <laughs> oh, oh, ali- Wait, if aliens can come through it, does that mean that we could go through the crack ourselves and travel to different places and times? <laughs> Ooh. I smell a road trip. Oh, I, I, I'm sorry. I really should shower. I just wasn't expecting company. <laughs> Can we just go to outer space? Uh, yes, 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 yes. Abacus P. Grumbler cast a spell to protect himself from outer space, jumped on Draco Max's back, and... They flew alongside Mr. Star, who I'm assuming can fly like anywhere he wants. Yeah. Flew all the way in to outer space and found that crack in space time, that bright split across all of everything, and went right through it. Wow, this is so exciting. We're going to see new and incredible places that we cannot even imagine. Okay, we're back on What If World. <laughs> Mr. Star, did did we take a, a left turn at Albuquerque or some such? Or? I think we went back in time. <gasps> back in time? <laughs> well, there's only one time that I ever wanted to revisit. And that was when... <coughs> ow, ooh, ow, what was that? <gasps> Do you know what time it is, Mr. Star? Uh-huh. It's when it rained candy! Yummy! <laughs> And yes, indeed, candy was raining from the sky. Oh, 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 oh let me try some. Um, I should probably take the wrappers off. Um, oh, I ate a lot of candy. Mr. Stark, can you eat candy? Um, yes, yes, yes. What is your favorite kind? Caramel candy. Oh, that's Mr. Eric's favorite kind of candy. <laughs> How did you know that? Oh, just get on with the story, Mr. Eric. Don't worry about small details. Oh, sorry. Um, yes, 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 yes. It was raining candy from the sky. They were already up to their knees. It must have been raining for a while by the time they came. And they saw rivers of candy flowing down streets. They saw chimneys with candy popping out the top. They were already full up with candy. And they saw a little cotton candy cowboy arguing with a man in a business suit in front of a tall building. 
They saw that cotton candy kid hand over a big pot of gold. Then they saw this man in a business suit tear up a piece of paper and walk back into the building. But there was a problem. Oh, this is the end of the story. I remember. Now it stops raining. It hadn't stopped raining yet. And Candy the Kid was so happy he had already skipped off in his butterscotch boots. He thought he'd won the day. But they hadn't. We don't know much about time travel. Do you think that this could be our fault somehow for going back in time? Did we did we change something? Nope. Then maybe that Mr. Business fellow is keeping secrets. I'm with ya. I say we sneak into Mr. Business's business building and see if we can get to the bottom of this. Um, sorry, uh, sneaking is not exactly my speciality. Uh, I am a colossal dragon. Okay, well, you stay here, and Mr. Star and I will go in. But if you hear us call for help... Yes, I'll come flying and crashing through a building, (laughs) and I'll probably get stuck there. Mr. Star and Abacus snuck towards the building, and Abacus made a little hole in the side so they could sneak right through. There was Mr. Business, counting piece after piece of gold. Oh, wow, it's so easy to trick children. He thought me ripping up a contract meant anything. I have a backup copy on my computer. (laughs) And then he punched in a code on a keypad, and a secret door opened behind him in the lobby of his building. He got on an elevator going down and disappeared. Mr. Star, do you think that you can crack the code? Young people these days seem to know all about the gizmos and the doodads. Uh-huh. Talk me through what you're doing over there on the keyboard. I'm cracking the computer as you told me to. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, oh, you just, you just sliced it in half with your, with your white hot star hand. You told me to crack the code! So I cracked the code. I guess I shouldn't have assumed that the space alien would know anything more about computers than... <laughs> and suddenly the elevator appeared. I stand corrected. <laughs> okay, let's be very sneaky. They snuck onto the elevator. Quick, quietly went down and down and deep, deep down. And when they got out... Now, Teddy, before we started this story, you had told me that... One of the things that you like is... is what? Robots. Ah, yes. <laughs> Can I hear you make a sort of robot noise? <laughs> they saw a whole factory full of robots. Boys and girls, young and old, big and small. And all of them were wrapping candy and sending it down a conveyor belt that shot right back up and up out of the building. I think that candy is going directly into our atmosphere and raining down upon us all. They snuck over to the nearest robot. I am so happy to see you. We have been taken captive. What's a good name for a a, a lady robot? Beepop. Beepop Betty? Yeah. My name is Peepaw Betty. Mr. Business does not think that robots deserve the same rights as other people. So he puts us to work to make himself money. And all the time she's saying it, she's wrapping one candy after another, after another, and sliding it down the conveyor belt to shoot back up 
through the building, into the atmosphere, and keep raining down candy. Mr. Star, could it perhaps be damaging to be sending candy wrappers all over the world all the time? Yep. But listen, this Mr. Business has an army of robots here. What are we supposed to do? Why'd you ask the star that didn't know about technology? Just then, they heard walking through the lobby, still counting out his gold coins. Mr. Business. Faster, please. Faster, faster, faster. We need to get this candy out all over the world. I'm going to charge each nation a fee for their candy, and then I'm going to charge them a different fee when they need us to clean up the candy. But where will the candy go? Teddy, do you know where a lot of plastic ends up these days? The ocean. Yeah, we'll just dump it into the ocean. It can take one for the team. The ocean has already taken several for the team. Oh, forget... Hang on a second. I smell something other than motor oil and money. Something other than robots and candy. Somebody's in my workshop. Grumbling, he plopped down his pot of gold. Robots, I want you all on high alert. He left his pot of gold behind and searched high and low. Even though Abacus and Mr. Star were hiding right behind Beep Boop Betty, all the other robots pretended not to see them. How are we going to get out of this mess? I don't know. Mr. Business was getting closer. He was coming around Beep Boop Betty's table, which Abacus and Mr. Star were kneeling underneath. Hey, who are you? Mr. Star. Mr. Star? Well, I'm Mr. Business. And I don't take kindly to people invading my workshop. What are you doing here? Trying to stop you from poisoning the world? Poisoning the world? Listen to me. I'm trying to make myself a few waters. Just a few waters and a few waters more. And listen, I have kids. I want the world to be okay. So I'll spend that money eventually and, and help clean things up by throwing it in the ocean. It's fine. Weren't you listening to my evil plan? I mean, my plan? That's poisoning the world. Whoa. Okay, okay. Hang on, hang on. How you gonna stop me? <laughs> and Mr. Business ran off and grabbed his pot of gold. Stop him, robots. <laughs> and he darted towards the elevator. I I'm never very good in a pinch, Mr. Star. You've got to do something. Yes, I can laser ray all of the robots in half. Uh, uh, ooh, um, we do not want to be laser rayed in half. You could laser ray these off. She said, holding up her wrist. There was a little shackle with a silvery cable plugged right into her wrist. These are what control us. If you get these off, we will stop trying to get you. As if she couldn't control her own motions, Bebop Betty tried to grab at Mr. Star. What did he do? He lasers it. Mr. Star lasered that cord right in half. And Bebop Betty stood. I have been working for him my entire life, but not one day longer. Ah, <laughs> what are you going to do, Beep Boop Betty? Mr. Business said as his elevator door was closing slowly. You know, I should have made faster closed door buttons, he said. As Betty darted towards his door super fast and got a hand in. Oh, hold on there a minute. Beep Stop it! And she grabbed... What do you think she grabbed? Mr. Business. 
you got no right to lay a finger on me. And she said, I guess you are right. Is there anything that Mr. Business values more than himself? What do you think? The gold. Ah. <laughs> I will just have to lay a finger on this gold. Oh, hey, whoa, 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 wait a minute. Mr. Star, can you help me out with this? Yep. She dropped the cauldron on the ground. What did Mr. Star do to the pot of gold? He, he made it vanish. With one bright, hot flash of white starlight, he hit the pot of gold. It looked like it was melting and then evaporating into the very air itself. No, 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 my gold! <laughs> Beep Boop Betty was unlocking all of the other robots. As was Abacus, he'd finally found a way to help. Zip, zip, zip. <laughs> he was undoing their little chains as well. No, 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 you, I, I need all of you workers to help me to make more money. And suddenly... Did, did someone say Dracomax? I saw a bright flash in here. I, I thought, oh, you just blew up half of my building. And all the robots started running out of the hole that Dracomax had made. Do, 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 you need, do you need some help? Anyone? No? Mr. Star? Mr. Star? Nope. Oh, boy. And Dracomax slowly pulled himself back out. The end. <laughs> All right, Teddy, how'd you like your story? Thank you very much. I loved it. Uh, it's always uh, such a good time. And uh, <clears throat> what was I going to say? Um, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It's just so good to, it's just so good to see you yeah. and, and, and hear your giggles. Uh, yeah. so <laughs> I love your Mr. Star voice cracked me up so much. <laughs> Folks at home, you won't have heard much of it because I will I will have to edit out all of the time of me laughing at Teddy's voice. <laughs> um, but he came up with his own character and his own voice, and it rocked. Thank you. Thank you. All right. I like to always be thankful at the end of the show. And uh, is there anyone you want to give a shout out to today? Um, Adela. Thank you, Adela, for being one of our pair of original listeners. All right. Teddy, I'm going to let you go. Enjoy your St. Patrick's Day. I will. You too. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Yeah, You're welcome. We didn't squeeze a leprechaun into this because you'll be hearing it a week later. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I love you, buddy. I, I love you too. See you later. <laughs> okay. Bye. Bye. Folks at home, What If World stays on the air, primarily because of Patreon supporters. So if you'd like ad-free episodes, a shout-out on the show, a better chance of having your question answered, and access to tons of other prizes, check us out at patreon.com slash whatifworld. And we always want to hear your reviews on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. I'd like to thank Karen O'Keefe, my co-creator, Craig Martinson for our theme song, Mr. Doniger, my high school theater director, and all you kids at home who don't mind earning things for yourself sometimes, rather than treating your parents like robots. Until we meet again, keep wondering. Keep wondering.